I I went to the so I have worked at this. I'm about to quit my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have worked at this place for a year now. And for that entire year, I was not able to go to my favorite Indian restaurant in the entire town. <laughs> uh, because I could not go inside and I wasn't going to order takeout to, to work. Right. Because I hate eating at work. Yeah. Um, and yesterday I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able. It's not going to be. It, oh, also, the Indian restaurant is two minutes from the place that I work. So it's been there for a year, taunting me. Uh, they have a good lunch buffet, which is why I wanted to go. Why I was excited to go there once oh. I got my got got my you know my yeah. sludge juice. Um, and so I finally went there yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm getting, I'm yeah, I'm vaxxed. Uh, I've worked here for a year. Uh, I've not gone to this place. Fuck it, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and they did not have the lunch buffet. Thank you for tuning in to Gay Space Rocks, a Steven Universe watching podcast where we watch Steven Universe. My name is Brian. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet at RoomwarePod, uh, and you can find this podcast on Twitter at Gay Space Pod. With me, as always, is, uh, oh, nope, that was going to be a bad one. I was going to call you Pialicious, and I don't know why, but that's bad. I shouldn't call you Pialicious. Please Never, yeah. ever. It's August! No. <laughs> Hello, I am August. You can find me on the Twitter at HarpyDora. Um, I I don't even know what that was. That it, I do know what that was. That was bad. It was bad, um, yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, we didn't uh, record it, and it's not committed to the world forever. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know if there's, oh, oh, there is cartoon news. It just happened. They're, they dropped a new trailer for the Owl House season two today. It premieres on, uh, the 12th. So like next Saturday, pretty, pretty fucking stoked about that personally. Hell yeah. Uh, uh outside of that, I don't know. Is there any other cartoon shit that you know about? I know Amphibia season, the last theoretical season of Amphibia has got a premiere date. So that's pretty good. You should watch nice. that show. It's good. Yeah. I I have been told you're not the only one who's who's mentioned that I should watch that show. Oh, that new Sailor Moon, I believe it's a Sailor Moon Crystal movie uh, dropped on Netflix, I think, today. What? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, I don't know if it's like a reimagining of one of the, like, older Sailor Moon movies, or if it's just like a new thing, because like, like all anime movies, I think all those movies are only like, quasi-canon anyways. 
Yeah. So, who knows? But I might watch it. I was watching Sailor Moon with uh, Daniel, and it was hilarious, because he's like, you know, Asagi's running around, um, and he's like, she's really annoying. I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy, it's episode one. You gotta give, she's got a long arc. You gotta settle in. (laughs) (laughs) This is the point, my friend. My favorite adaptation is always going to be the uh, the Toku version. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, still, I, I feel like it's the most, most faithful in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and condenses down like the best aspects of the, the anime and the manga. Um, it's really good. Look it up. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's as far as I can tell that's cartoon, that's all the cartoon news there is. Um, so yeah. Uh, August, have you watched any cartoons? Uh, Anya and I are still working our way through Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Cool. Um, still continues to be good. Um... We're coming up on some shit. Oh, good. Uh, which I don't want to talk about because Anya's in the room with me right now. <laughs> but uh, it's good stuff. I can't wait to watch more. Um, but yeah, continuing to, to find that enjoyable. Anya has been off and on trying to consume the new uh, the new season of Handmaid's Tale. Cool. Um, I don't know anything about that. Because uh, I, I never watched the first two seasons, so only this is only tangentially related because it's like prestige television. But now that now that theoretically, like filming can pick back up, we might finally get the 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 last season of Mr. Robot might get filmed. Finally, they had to put it on hold. Fair. So I'm stoked! I love that show. Have you ever seen that show? Um. I've seen, I've seen like an episode. I know that it's the kind of thing that I would probably enjoy if I had just sat down and watched it, but I've never just sat down and watched it. It is not a, sh- like, uh, like a Breaking Bad, you don't want to binge it because you'll fucking hate yourself, uh, in the world because <laughs> it's not a show to be binged. But if you watch like two episodes at a time, good ass show. Mm-hmm. Also, like, uh, incredibly realistic show when it comes to hacking. Uh, most of the hacking, like ninety percent of the hacking that happens in the show, can happen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like to the point they they use like a Raspberry Pi hidden behind like a thermostat to do a thing, and it's hilarious because mm-hmm. like the the main character explains what his plan is to like his crew. Um, Specifically, he explains the plan to the audience who has no idea what this guy's going to do. And he gets done explaining it to the crew. And the crew are like, yeah, motherfucker, we know that. We know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, uh, Let's see. Last time I, I had started my journey through Turn A Gundam last time, correct? Yes. Um, So Turn A Gundam continues to be good. Um. Let's see. I don't think it's only been a week, so I can only consume so much media, right? Yeah. 
yeah. our recording schedule is a little bit off. Um, so I'm thinking of all the things that I watched theoretically I would normally be talking about now. Um, but I think I talked about all of them last time. Uh, yeah. AW's uh, Double or Nothing happened. That's a cartoon. Oh man, we still haven't watched it. I've it's, I've heard nothing but good things. It so. was it was a very there was only one okay match and it still wasn't bad. It just didn't have uh didn't have any heat for for me and the people watching because none of us cared about uh Anthony Agogo. Uh, mm-hmm. but he was he was fine. Um I experienced the purest moment of wrestling that I have in years while watching it. I was able to turn off for a glorious moment. I turned off my critical booger brain and uh, just marked the fuck all the way out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It involved Sting. Uh, I love Sting. I've loved Sting since I was like fucking six years old. Uh, I own a Sting mask that I bought at a Nitro in the 90s. Um, Oh, my God. So it it happened with Sting. And I was like, oh, my God, Sting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that was good good times uh let's see cool no the only the only non-youtube content i've consumed other than uh star versus the forces of evil is uh waypoint is back doing streams hell yeah June, now uh so the streams are free yes okay i've contemplated signing up for waypoint plus oh i signed up is like it, the day it happened, I yeah. signed up. I, I just, I already, I have so many Patreons and other subscriptions going right now, and I'm switching the jobs. So like, but it's also only five dollars. Yeah. Who gives a shit? A, a couple of the Patreons that I now, I guess, used to subscribe to have decided to stop happening. So it's like, how fortuitous. Uh. So. So, yeah, yeah, I watch Tactical Tuesday, even though I don't really give a shit about XCOM. I'm just deeply invested in these characters. <laughs> I do love X. I- I- I've been contemplating going back and playing the other XCOM games, because I loved Chimera Squad so much. Chimera um, Squad was really fun. Uh, though it's di- I, I know say the other XCOMs are... It. <laughs> oh, sorry, what? I say as if I played it. I just watched you play it, but it was very fun to watch. The I know the other XCOMs are less story focused than Chimera Squad is, so I don't know. I tried playing. I'm trying to play Mutant Year Zero, and I think just it maybe just the Switch port that I'm playing. It looks like a PS2 game, um, and while it plays like XCOM, the difficulty seems very weird. Um, I'm pretty used to tactics games. I have it on medium, and I. I don't know if I don't understand the leveling system or what, uh, but it always feels like the odds are so overwhelming and I cannot kill people at, like, a good enough rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I constantly die. I, I, have, I haven't even completed the first, like, quote-unquote quest that they give you. I died three times in the tutorial. Wow. And I'm not bad at video like- games. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's not the sort of thing that should be happening. Mm-hmm. So. But there's a cool duck man. And I like the duck man. Like, I like the vibe of this game. But. 
And if I, I can't dynamically switch the difficulty, so I can't just crank it down to easy and kind of like get get a real different feel for it, you know, uh, I'd have to start a whole new fucking game. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, I know, right? So, um, cool. Well, let's. I guess if that's it, let's get on to our episodes. Um, this our what? Huh. Our what? Episodos. Okay. Oh, I know a thing I've been watching. Bad Batch. The new Star Wars animated thing. It's very good. Um, you should watch it. It's it's basically like, if you liked The Mandalorian, if you basically like found family things, and one voice actor just doing a lot of fucking work on a show... <laughs> <laughs> then Bad Batch is for you because the dude who is the clone voice from the Clone Wars, he is four of the five main characters that the camera is on constantly uh, and it's great, it's hilarious he he does such a good job at giving them different voices it's wild, uh, even though they're all just kind of plays on the same accent uh, it, it is hilarious but the there's also a kid he's not voicing and you know how, like, he's basically trying to copy the dude who was Django Fett's kind of, like, vaguely New Zealandish accent? Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually from New Zealand, and it the, the difference between this guy's fake New Zealand accent and her real New Zealand accent is hilariously different. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So. <sighs> Anyways. Okay. Now we're start. We're, our episodos, uh... I'm going to keep saying it until August's head explodes. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, watching uh, episodes 70, 71, and 72, Catch and Release, When It Rains, and Back to the Barn. Uh, first up is Catch and Release. It was from September 24th, 2015, written by Hilary Florido and Jesse Zook. The summary, we finally see inside Steven's bathroom. <laughs> They're fucking with us specifically now. They really are. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like they anticipated us reading these and giving them shit for them. They're like, oh, oh, you don't like the fucking job that I do? Fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Although, I mean, it it did answer a question that I had about, like, does Steven like have regular biological functions being half gem and the answer appears to be yes well we knew that he's talked about peeing before has he i'm pretty sure because uh, i'm pretty sure the peeing outside thing is a callback well uh wasn't wasn't someone tickling him and he's like stop i'm gonna pee there's also that yes yeah Okay, yeah. Um, this has to be, like, a joke aimed specifically at the fans for when the episode synopsis got, like, published or something online. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. The episode begins with Steven in his bathroom getting ready to go to sleep. He's brushing his hair and his teeth and all that jazz. Um, and he, uh, he crawls into bed and he's saying goodnight to all of his plush toys. And he also says goodnight to the ominous triangle that's at the end of his bed. Um, he glances over and the triangle is uh, 
gone. Uh, he brushes it off and begins to fall asleep when suddenly Peridot grabs him and drags him to the galaxy warp. Um, Steven is confused about what Peridot wants and she what she wants is to get off the planet and she demands that Steven fix the homeworld warp because she knows that he managed to fix Lapis's gem. Um, she explains that she doesn't have any uh, of her robots left uh, and she uh, specifically uh, cannot get a hold of anybody including Yellow Diamond. Um, she urges Steven to fix the thing. He is reluctant at first, but finally kind of goes for it. Um, but his powers do not work. Peridot is full on having a panic attack at this point. Uh, Steven apologizing for not fixing the warp. Uh, she mutters that she's going to die on this planet. Uh, when Steven's like, oh, the Earth's not that bad. Uh, she becomes even more distressed uh, and ominously tells Steven that the um, Earth is not going to be anything anytime soon. Uh, when the At that point, the crystal gems show up and Peridot starts to run away. Um, the gems reunite with Steven and fight Peridot. The fight is pretty short with these gems kind of knowing all of Peridot's moves at this point. Uh, she gets cornered and is, a, is trying to uh, more or less tell uh, the gems that something is happening, that they need her not to poof her uh, but they don't listen and they poof her right before she's able to get out what's going on. Um, Peridot's poofs and leaves behind all of her, uh, what we will come to find out be called limb enhancers. And Amethyst promptly throws those shits into the sea. Uh, uh, back at the um, temple, uh, Stephen is deep in thought. He's concerned about what Peridot said uh, when Amethyst comes up to talk to him, checking on him, more or less. Uh, he goes to ask Amethyst about what, what could possibly be going on with Peridot, but then thinks better of it, letting Pam Amethyst go back to her room and, quote, eat garbage. Um, Stephen is like, man, I wish that I could talk to, talk to you, Peridot. What had you so scared? At that point, his gym activates, uh, allowing him to go into Rose's room. Uh, in the room, he asks to at, talk to Peridot, but because the room only functions on what Stephen knows, uh, it cannot uh, give Stephen the answers he's looking for. So he asks the room to let him go down to the bubble room, which I guess is called the burning room here is what it's called. I didn't realize it was called the burning room. Um, I thought it was the heart. Isn't the heart there? I thought so. Oh, well, anyways. Um, it, maybe, I guess that is the crystal heart and the room is called something different, but that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he slides down to, uh, the, um, to the burn. I'm going to call it the crystal heart because the burning room sounds dumb. Uh, down to the crystal heart room, uh, doing, uh, a quote unquote gainer, uh, landing flawlessly. Uh, <laughs> um, he finally finds Peridot's bubble, uh, releasing her. Uh, Peridot is in a, uh, bit of a state when she comes out. Uh, she's missing her limb enhancers. She was just poofed. She's, she's freaked out by the room surrounded by gems and bubbles. Um, and as Steven's trying to comfort her, she bops him in the face, uh, which she proceeds to continue to do. Basically, she and Steven begin to slap fight a lot. Um, Steven calms the situation down and asks her what was going on back at the Galaxy Warp. Uh, she says that she knows everything there is about the cluster, explaining the only reason... Uh, 
behind her visit to Earth. And, or it's the only reason for her visit to Earth, and now it will emerge and cause the world to end. Uh, Stephen asks for more information, uh, but she tricks him and runs away. Stephen gives chase, but they emerge into the temple uh, where the gems are just kind of sitting around talking and eating. Um, Peridot yells in triumph at her escape, but is then you know immediately noticed by the gems. Uh, Stephen tries to defend her, uh, but she runs away. Um, she gets cornered, uh, and eventually kind of escapes into Steven's bathroom where she locks the door. Uh, Peridot is examining the bathroom uh, while the gems kind of outside demanding that Peridot leave the room. Uh, the gems are wondering how Peridot managed to reform at this point, and Steven sort of admits that he freed her, uh, trying to get information, uh, and that she he found out that she knows something the gems go from being kind of miffed to understanding uh which is nice um and garnet agrees that peridot if she has more information that peridot is more valuable uh to her formed rather than bubbled and peacefully tries to talk to peridot and peridot is like fuck you uh and the gems are like all right fuck this <laughs> prepare to break in um but she makes a good point that if they poof her, they can't get fuck all. Uh, and then they relent. Um, the gems are all kind of contemplating things in the kitchen. And Steven asks if they'll uh, just let Peridot stay in the bathroom, uh, to which she muses about keeping Peridot, or Pearl muses about keeping Peridot on a leash. Uh, the next morning, the gems are again contemplating what to do with Peridot when Steven just kind of walks past them to the bathroom. He asks Peridot if, she could, if he could use it. Uh, when she declines, he kind of offers her her foot back uh, as change, or as a, in an exchange, and she lets him in. Steven enters the bathroom and has a discussion about Peridot putting her at ease that he's not going to cause her any harm, that all he wants to do is help her, um, and that he will offer any kind of help that she he, he can. Uh, Peridot is seemingly put somewhat at ease by this, uh, uh, saying that, there's nothing that Steven can do, but she uh, appreciates the offer. Um, they kind of come to a bit of a re resolution at the end, and Steven's like, hey, I need you to get off the toilet. I need to use that. And then Peridot's like, uh, for what? Star wipe at the end. Um, so. Uh, I love Steven's little routine. <laughs> it's very cute. It's extremely cute. Uh, I also wrote in, in my notes here, good night, sleep paralysis monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was a fun little bit of, uh, I don't know if you'd call that fridge horror, just one of those things where it's just like, you know, they slide it in there mm -hmm. and then you might, you know. It's it's completely normal. Then it's like, wait a minute, right? Like it's. I guess it's like we know what the gag is. <laughs> like I don't think you're not supposed to know what the gag is. Well, yeah. Uh, but it's very. It's 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 fun fun little gag. Um, Peridot's fingers are great. <laughs> like the floating hyper expressive fingers from Peridot's like limb enhancers are fucking dope. Mm hmm. Uh, I love how they just form weird shapes, like little arrows and grab at her face and everything. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's a shame they don't last very long. I know she never gets those back. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, they're fucking gone. Goodbye. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I do like the evolution of the Jim's fight. Let they know her tricks, and it's basically just a squash at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, good, u- like, subtle use of continuity. Uh, and then Gar- Garnet poofing Paradise is fucking brutal. Yeah. Just fucking squeeze her till she explodes. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh... That would suck. Um, although I did notice, um, and it's something that um, I think comes up uh, in another episode uh, in this set too. Although I only, yeah, I only wrote it down once. Mm-hmm. Um, we do see a return of Garnet's uh, electricity powers. Yeah, it's this episode and the next one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, fuck me, I guess, for <laughs> saying that Garnet never well, uses those electricity powers, huh? Well, I mean, you know, it's relatively small. I mean, you know, it happens in the heat of combat, mm-hmm. and so in that respect, it's not small. But it's not like they, you know, it's not like she's turning aside a fucking lightning strike or anything like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so... I thought this was interesting. The gym, the gym constantly like Stephen is only like what twice willingly entered Rose's room, like chosen to enter Rose's room as opposed to like the gym being like, Hey, and I think, yeah, I think at some point you had posited the idea of like, there's still some Rose in there. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like this is just more fuel for that. Yes. So. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely still wonder if that's not the case. Yeah. It seems like that. I feel like that at this point is what the show is implying or maybe like not, maybe not fully conscious or aware. You know what I mean? That would be fucking horrifying, frankly. (laughs) Um, and I don't feel like that's what they're trying to imply. But we will see at one point later down the road um, that there is some level of something going on with the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that they're setting it up that this this early. Uh, Gotta love that continuity. Yeah, hell yeah. Also, I love Stephen taking that extremely ridiculous fall. Uh, just on the heels of an episode where he's like, oh, I've never been to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> How is this boy not yeah. dead? Well, I mean, we already know that he's, like, super strong. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I also feel like Steven becomes the entire fandom when he's like, you're an adorable, angry piece of pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that mm-hmm. is basically the fandom's reaction in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. How do you like uh, How do you like Tiny Peridot? Oh, the gremlin en- energy is so strong. It's the strongest. She's the most gremlin character. It's very good, though. Yeah. Uh, I love her. Uh, I love her gremlin run. Her like little four legged gremlin run. <laughs> she doesn't have her mm-hmm. limit answer. I like how she becomes like. Uh, 
literally in this same episode goes from like vaguely capable and scary villain to like just a fucking raccoon that's loose in the house. <laughs> uh, Thankfully, Jim's can't get rabies. That we know of. They don't have blood. Maybe. Maybe they have light blood. You know, like... I don't know. I was going to make some kind of, like, light Death Note joke, and I don't know where I was going with it. Yeah, that's it, probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, I have a very specific note in here. Um, uh, that, you know, like, when... Uh, Perry gets to the top of the stairs and Amethyst is like, hey, with the whip, uh, I wrote, uh, I wonder how many times Amethyst has given Vidalia this same hey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least once because Onion exists. It's true. We're not giving up on it. No. It's canon now. It is. I love that she just gets stuck in the bathroom. It's so dumb. Uh, it's just like the whole situation kind of like builds to this crescendo and then it's like, oh, she's just kind of stuck in here, huh? All right, well. I I love how, like, you know, it's... it's Garnet could so easily bust down that door, mm-hmm. but instead it's just like, oh no, the door's locked. I guess she's stuck in there forever. Right? Because the gyms have never really had an issue just absolutely destroying the house in the past. Yeah. And I mean, we could probably chalk it up to, like, future vision where it's like, you know, leave her in the bathroom and Steven will eventually get her to crack. But still, it's just hilarious to me that Garnet is the one being like, oh no, She's locked the door. We can't get in. <laughs> I love how quickly they go from like, all right, we're going to negotiate. Never mind. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you see Steven's mug? Uh, no. Uh, the little mug that Steven's drinking out of says world's best Steven. <laughs> okay. But it's spelled with I a saw PH. World's, I saw world's best, mm-hmm. but I didn't see... I didn't see what it was world's best because of the way that the subtitles were, because I refused to watch without subtitles. Um, So. But yeah, it says world's uh, best Steven with a PH. That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Also, we can confirm that Amethyst pees, which is a fact I didn't want. I wasn't asking for and now I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. I can't unknow um, it. Thank you. Yeah. Which, it does raise some interesting questions about, like, what gym physiology is like at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they're hard light projections. So, does Amethyst just project herself a digestive tract? I mean, we know that she likes to eat, but, you know, up until this point, we didn't really have any real confirmation about, like what happens when amethyst eats right and there's still no real like we don't know if those two things are even correlated at this point true she could i'm not i'm i'm stopping (laughs) i don't i don't want to go we know that they can make some level of organs because rose grew a whole human yeah 
And Steven is definitely made out of flesh and bone. Uh, weird magical flesh and bone, but still flesh and bone. So maybe they I can just... generate organs, but like the gems have, like until like living on Earth and dealing with humans for so long, maybe none of them ever thought to do it. Like, why, why would you? Like, it's not efficient. Why do you need this shit? <laughs> yeah. If I could hard light project That's... away my body until I only want the parts of it that I need, then I would do that constantly. Yes, 100%. I don't know. That's... Do, do... So, like... I, it just, it's, it's so distressing and I'm sure that they, there wasn't really that much thought put into the implications of what that one throwaway, throwaway line means. But yeah, we, we can't unknow this. Um... Yeah, we can't. We're incapable, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on a second. Let me send you. I'm gonna send you the image of that that uh, mug. Yeah, because uh, the TV. So, like, depending on what device we're watching on, will determine the way that the closed captions are presented. And when we're watching on the Roku, it's, you know, opaque black bar. So. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, If we're watching on the the Chromecast, it's, uh, like, transparent black background with the white text. That's that's the superior way of doing that. It is, but I'm not going to complain about the Roku. It's very good. It lets us watch things in bed. I mean, that's fair. Um, just, I don't know why Roku would choose that. That's some very old school style closed captioning. Yeah. That's still a really good mug, though. It's great. Love it. I love that it's a misspelling of S- Steven. Like, it's hilarious to me. So who do you think bought that for him? Do you think that's something he got on his own? Did his dad get it for him? Or I think Amethyst is my is my bet. Either yeah, it's either Amethyst or Steven bought it himself. Because he want he like he thought it was cool, uh, but they didn't have his spelling of name, but he also doesn't care. Meanwhile, I think Amethyst would probably think it's a little funny. Like, she does mean that Steven is the best, but also, Mm -hmm. you can't let him know that. Right, right. (laughs) Um, All right. Do we have anything else about catch and release? I feel like catch and release in the next episode, like, flow too good together to, like, have independent opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to episode 71, When It Rains, uh, from October the 1st, 2015. This was written by Lamar Abrams and Katie Mitroff. Uh, Stephen helps a friend who is afraid of thunderstorms. Okay. I guess. Sure. I don't think they're friends at this point. 
Uh, but okay. Uh, the episode begins with the Crystal Gems outside of Steven's bathroom. They're demanding that Peridot reveal information about the cluster. Uh, Pearl is attempting to reason with her, uh, offering to negotiate a trade, but Peridot's like, oh, could you get my, uh, fucking equipment back that you threw into the goddamn ocean? They're like, well, all right then. Uh, <laughs> the tension is broken when Steven flushes the toilet and walks out of the bathroom. Uh, uh, Pearl is flustered, um and argues that Peridot will eventually crack, uh, though Peridot is like, fuck no, I won't. Uh, Garnet realizes that their questions are in vain and suggests that they go instead and investigate the cluster on their own. Uh, Steven uh, excitedly uh, pleads to accompany the gems, though Garnet uh, says that he needs to stay behind, keep an eye on Peridot. Uh, before the gems depart, Garnet tells Steven that she loves him. Uh, it's very cute. Later, uh, Steven uh, is cooking on the stovetop. There's a thunderstorm going on outside. Uh, he tells Peridot that the gems are gone, that she can come out now if she wants to, but she refuses, claiming that she likes to stay in the bathroom. Um, though soon after there is a loud bolt of thunder, uh, Peridot slams out of the bathroom, uh, screaming, it's happening. Steven's like, what's happening? And uh, she's like, it's the cluster. We're all going to fucking die. And Steven's like, oh, my God. Why? How do you know? And she's like, that terrible noise. He's like, oh, that's just fucking thunder. Jesus, calm down. Uh, Steven says those exact words. Uh, <laughs> uh, she is kind of confused by rain, though Steven kind of goes through the, you know, the whole basic process of, of how rain works, um, using his kind of soup as an analogy. Um, she is conf still confused, thinking that the water is extremely hot when it falls from the sky. And Steven's like, no, no, it's fine. Here, let me show you. And he walks out into the rain, uh, uh, Peridot looking on, kind of, like, horrified a little bit. Uh, and then Steven's just playing around. He kind of falls in the mud. Um, and slowly, Peridot puts her hand out and eventually walks out into the rain herself, being kind of amazed by the moment. Um... Later, as Steven is drying off, uh, Peridot thanks him for teaching her about uh, rain and has decided that she and he can stop the cluster. Um, and she is like, I need my uh, my logs, though. I don't have them without my equipment, but I have a backup of my logs uh, at the Prime Kindergarten. Um Steven's like, I don't think that we should go there because the gems would get mad. She's like, listen, like you and I can do this. Uh, Steven offers that the gems could help them. She, you know, says, no, I don't want to work with them. I want to work with you. Um, she says that you and I, we can do this, but we have to go. And Steven's like, all right, we'll go. But on one condition, you have to hold my hand the whole time. Um, they warp to the kindergarten and fall off the warp pad <laughs> immediately. Uh, Steven expresses discomfort about being back and or Peridot kind of goes on about how poorly maintained uh, the kindergarten has been since the rebellion ended. Uh, she assumes that Stephen was made here, though this confuses him. She question, uh, Stephen questions her and Peridot explains, well, since he's a type of quartz, he therefore should have come from here, uh, not knowing that Stephen is in fact a gym hybrid. Uh, Stephen sort of tries to explain this to it, but Peridot's like, listen, I don't I don't give a fuck, frankly. Um, they slide down into the uh, hole down to the control room that we saw during um, uh, the Nightmare episode where the gem mutants first show up. Uh, oh, what was the name of that episode? Uh, uh, you know the one. <laughs> you listen to this yeah. show. Fuck it. 
Um, she uh, finally has to relinquish uh, Stephen's hand to open up a control panel. Um, she has struggles with it, though Stephen easily takes it off. Uh, she gets the computer up and running just enough to start explaining the process to Stephen. Uh, once um, Earth was kind of deemed a failed colony, imagine I imagine during this took place during the rebellion. Um, the Diamond Authority decided to start experimenting with new geo weapons. There, um, basically, they experimented with forced fusion through gem shards, uh, and but it was all sort of table setting for the massive one, a massive geo weapon called the Cluster, a giant gem gem shard hybrid weapon um, that will eventually emerge from the Earth. Uh, destroying it in the process and becoming basically what seems to be just like a big giant gem mutant. Um, so uh, Peridot says that since the other uh, gem mutants are emerging, uh, that that means that the cluster is close behind. And uh, Steven's like, okay, well, how are we going to solve this? And she's like, you and me, Steven, Steven, you're the key. Very ominously to Steven. Um, <laughs> they uh, get up top and Steven's like, I don't understand how, how this is going to work. She's like, well, you know about earth and I know about the cluster. And Steven's like, I know about my knowledge of how rain works is not going to save the fucking planet. We need to get help. And Peridot insists uh, that she does not want to get help, that she doesn't need the crystal gems. And Steven's like, I, you know, I, you, the only reason I know about this is because of my dad. He explained it to me when I was also scared of thunderstorms. Um, Peridot is still refusing uh, to ask for help when the gym mutants show up, just a whole gaggle of gym mutants. Uh, Steven creates a bubble, uh, though that is not offensive and cannot save them through some poor strategizing. Peridot and Steven end up cornered, uh, with the bubble. Steven trying hard to keep all of these gym mutants out. Um, and Peridot asks him, you know, can you do anything else? He's like, no, this is all I can do on my own. Uh, just then the gym show up, uh, they poof all of the, um, they poof all of the, uh, gym mutants and Steven kind of makes one more plea to Peridot saying like, you know, you can't do everything on your own. You need help sometimes. And that doesn't make, you know, it doesn't make you weak. You gotta, you just gotta have help. Um, finally, once all of the, uh, mutants are gone, Steven lets the bubble down. Uh, he, he, uh. I lost my place. So, Steven. Steven, thank you. <laughs> bubble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the gyms are like, Steven, what happened? Uh, why are you at the kindergarten? Uh, he's about to sort of, like, make an excuse when Peridot steps up. He's like, listen, he was doing his job. Uh, I have decided to tell you about the cluster. Uh, star wipe, the end. <laughs> Where's my notes? There they are. Um, I love the idea that the, while they're having that intense argument, Steven's just off camera taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, that, great gag. Uh, oh, that's so much, though. Like, 
It's a good gag, but that's so much. They milk this bathroom shit for as long as much as they possibly can. It, it's great. I also love that he can just freely move between the two things, uh, but never thinks to like just get in there and open the door or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's too polite for that. It's true. He's Stephen is neutral in this negotiation somehow. Yes. Uh Stephen and Switzerland both start with an S. It's true. <laughs> Pulls out my Ronaldo board. Oh my god. Um uh the Garnet Garnet I it has no bearing on the plot. It's just adorably cute when Garnet's like, I love you. It's so good. And like that's something that like has been building very slowly, just, you know, Garnet being more like uh not affectionate. I mean, yeah, affectionate is also a word, but, like, demonstrative. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, at the beginning of the series, it's not that, you know, it's not that Garnet didn't care about Steven, but, you know, he was very clearly, like, seeking her approval and stuff, and now she's just randomly being like, hey, I love you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's character growth. Yeah, it's good. Um, he... Is getting so good at making food. <laughs> this yeah, boy. he's cooking more. He's doing more than just like microwave meals and stuff. It's great. Yeah. It's a. It, I like. He he's also like. He's still making things that are generally like because I'm. It's probably like canned soup, you know. Um, yeah. But he's like making things that are like appropriate for his age but also are, like, good, he's making good choices about the food. Because, like, the gyms don't... I don't quite think that the gyms understand how the food's supposed to work, you know? They're like, all right, he needs the food to live. But Stephen could be like, yeah, humans, they just need waffles all the time. And they'd be like, yeah, okay, waffles. Mm -hmm. Just get all the fucking waffles. We don't care. So. Yeah. I mean, Amethyst maybe comes the closest, but also, like... She eats what she eats, yeah. so... <laughs> quote, eats quote-unquote garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wrote here in my notes, Peridot in Sky holding hands about thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That... That is... Except, like... Sky doesn't like to go out in the rain, whereas Peridot actually did go out in the rain, so... That's true. Well, uh, I have a later note for, like, you know, what happens later, but we, we there's a solution to this, August. You just have to explain how rain works to your dog. I will try <laughs> yeah. that. Have you ever just sat down, with, sat down with Sky and be like, Sky, so this is how, like, the water cycle works? <laughs> yeah, I I need to do that. I'll do that tonight because it's supposed to start raining overnight. Uh, so. Probably because it was raining here. So, yeah. Um. Um. I wrote down uh, that it's a mood because uh, or paradox a mood because I don't know anything if I don't have my phone either. <laughs> <sighs> she's she's. 
I like how Volt, like, um, like while she is posturing with the gems, like, I like how it's not this, like, slow process of her being vulnerable. She just, like, wildly shifts between being, like, incredibly vulnerable and uh, a horrible monster. Mm-hmm. So, it's good. I like that. Um, Again, we're back to that that raccoon trapped in your house energy. Right, exactly. So, wait. Wait, is this how it actually works with a raccoon trapped in my house? Like, eventually, I'll explain how Rain works to it and we're best friends. I don't want to <laughs> say yes, because I don't want you to get rabies. But I also feel like no matter what I say, you're still going to try it and you're still going to get rabies. I have had a rabies shot uh, recently, so well, in the last couple of years. I think those are annual. Oh, are they? Well, I'll just get another one. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god. Okay. Live live your truth, I guess. <laughs> you you are a consenting adult. Who am I to stop you? <laughs> um, I'm not animal control. <laughs> uh the um I like how the panel thing suddenly shows how strong Steven is. Like, I don't yeah. think... Peridot's, in fact, not weak. Steven's just real strong. Because she, really, like, picks up that fucking giant tube television over her head in the next episode. And Yeah. So. Uh, also, yeah, the hand-holding. So. so good. <laughs> it's very good. The little gag where they fall off and he, like, slowly reaches over and holds her hand. It's very good. He is a man of his word, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. So on the war crimometer, uh, where are we at with the gym experiments for the Diamond Authority here? Um, I mean, that's pretty fucking heinous. That's true. So. Like. I mean, there's not like a one-to-one. It's not like. But it's like creating horrible zombie monsters from the parts of your enemies. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot. And they seem to be vaguely, like, mildly aware of what's going on. Yeah, at the very least, like when we saw the the uh, amalgamation abomination things forming, uh, back in the previous episode. Um, we saw, like, the fully formed outlines of gems, like, screaming in pain before the, uh, the gem mutant itself emerged. So, you know, there's something there to be feeling some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Are they presenting at big, are, are the diamonds at this point presenting at Big Boss's war crime convention? Okay. Yes. 100%. Okay. I feel like this is this is absolutely not something that Big Boss would do. No, no. Well, like, Big we, Big Boss even even Big Boss respects the enemy soldiers. Yeah, that's kind of his like, whole deal. Yeah, like this is demonstrably a line that he would not cross. Yeah. Um, it, 
because I know what's coming up. I love the line that Steven is the only hope. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, I wrote here. Does Steven, oh, sorry, go on. Does Steven ever actually like adequately explain what his dad is to Peridot? Or does Greg just show up one day and that's when Peridot realizes what a dad is? Um, I guess so. Peridot and Greg do interact a little bit, uh, though it's primarily in an episode where Steven's uncle shows up. Because, no, not uncle. Cousin? By Steven's uncle... Uh, you don't mean Uncle Grandpa, I'm assuming. No, he's not. Uh, he's also not uh, Stephen's uncle. I think he's he's like Greg's cousin. So I think he's Stephen's cousin. Or great cousin. Whatever your dad's cousin is to you. Like once removed, maybe? I think that's once removed. Uh, sure. His name's Andy. We'll go with he's that. He's voiced by Carl. From Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh God, it's great. <laughs> um, the Jim Butin music continues to fucking slap. Yes. Oh God, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, uh, very. I think in season four. Um. Steven explaining to Peridot what his dad is will come back to bite him in the ass. Oh boy. Yeah, so. Um okay. The Peridot's face and, and also just all over the three of these episodes, the art is so interestingly playful. Like it, it doesn't have it feels a little bit different from the regular style. Like, faces are a lot more, like... Not exp not to say that they aren't regularly expressive. They're more, like, overly expressive. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're cartoony. They've got a little... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've got a little more exaggeration than normal. Um, I wonder if that has to do with, like, who was boarding for this particular episode or what. Yeah, I, but yeah, I noticed that I noticed that um, at the beginning with Pearl's face going through a journey. Mm hmm. And the next episode, too, is very like. Very fucking kind of like cartoony expressions. Mm hmm. Um, all right. Do we have anything else for when it rains? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I did have one more note. Did you, did you look mm. at the Earth map? Uh, the continents are I, all fucking weird. <laughs> like, they're vaguely yeah. correctly shaped, but like... They're not just kind of, it feels, the way that they're done, it feels like they're not squiggly just to be squiggly. It feels purposeful, because, like, North and South America don't connect anymore. 
Yeah, I I hadn't paid close attention to it, so I did not notice that North and South America are no longer connected. I, I wanted to see if the big hole in Russia was there, and it wasn't, but also we didn't see all of Russia. So uh, we'll we'll eventually see an, um, a different map of the Earth that had I will like check them against each other when that comes up. Uh, but there's a big mm-hmm. old hole in Russia when we see that map. Fun times. Maybe it's revenge for putting a mustache on Ruby. Uh, that is the that is generally the fan theory because it comes after that whole controversy happened. Hmm. So. Uh, Try to see. No, it's not a very good picture. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um. Alrighty. Let's move on to episode seventy-two. A uh, back to the barn from October the eighth. Oh, apparently they're on a fucking weekly schedule at this point. Um. October the eighth, two thousand fifteen. Written by Joe Johnston and Jeff Liu. Uh, Steven and the gems head back to the family barn to build some robots. No. That is not what... That, that uh, is what... Ha- that is... That is not what happens. That is not their intention. That is a lie. You're lying. <laughs> um, yeah. The episode begins with Paradox explaining the cluster to the crystal gems using uh, Steven inside of a box to illustrate it. Uh... Uh, with Steven using a sock puppet to explode through the box, kind of demonstrating what will happen when the cluster emerges. Pearl explains that uh, they're going to need to build a machine to drill down to the core. Uh, but Paradox like, hey, 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 I wasn't done. We're going to need to build a machine to drill down to the core. Um, uh, Pearl gets pretty fucking salty about this. Um, and Paradox like, well, we need to begin right now. We're going to harvest parts from this house. And she begins breaking every electronic device she can get her grubby little hands on. Um, Steven finally jumps in. He's like, hey, hey, uh, what if we came up with a plan that didn't destroy all of my things, my specific things? <laughs> um, this is how we end up at the barn. Uh, this is the barn where we built the spaceship. So it's got parts, I guess. It, they did build a spaceship there that kind of functioned, so, like, I guess they could probably build a drill yeah. here, too. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Peridot and Pearl immediately sort of, like, well, Peridot, uh, once everything is set up, it kind of, like, shoes Pearl away. Uh, Pearl is like, uh, fuck you, I'm staying. Uh, and Peridot is finally, is eventually like, well, you can't help me. You're just a pearl. Steven's like, what do you mean? And Peridot basically explains what pearls are. Pearls are uh, basically like a servant class gem. Uh, they are commodified. Uh, they are status symbols. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. And our pearl, uh, in particular, Peridot notes, is a fancy model uh, whom I must belong to somebody important. Um, Pearl is like, hey, fuck you, I don't belong to anybody. Uh, and Peridot and her immediately butt head, and Steven's like, listen, we can all agree that you're both good at building things. Can't you just listen to each other? And they're like, fuck no. 
Um, and so to settle this, Steven comes up with the idea that they need to build fucking robots and those robots need to have a fucking contest. Uh, because obviously that's what's supposed to happen. Obviously. Uh, Pearl and, uh, Peridot are immediately like, contest, yeah, fuck this, we're gonna, we're gonna do this shit. Uh, and, in no time flat, these two build pretty substantial robots. Uh, Pearl's is long and elegant, it's basically kind of like a little airplane with, like, long legs and arms and a little cone on the front, kind of looks like Pearl. And then Peridot's is like a little squat, stocky, uh, diamond with arms and legs. It looks like it should be a Mega Man villain. Kind of does have that vibe, yeah. Um, Steven starts putting them through a series of contests uh, that are Steven continuing to be like very even and balanced. Plays up to their different strengths. Some results are surprising, uh, though. At the very end, what it comes down to is that they are tied. Um, Peridot is like, no, we can't be tied. I am better than her. And, and and Pearl's like, listen, let's just... Pearl is ready to just be like, listen, let's just move on. I'm tired of doing this thing. And Peridot insists to know that she is, in fact, uh, better. Uh, even grabbing Pearl um, and uh, Pearl insi- like pushes her away, uh, basically being like, listen, you're not fucking better than me. And then they start fighting. Um, Steven laments at the violence, um, Pearl starts to kind of lose the upper hand, Peridot pulling her in close, being like, listen, you're nothing, you're just a Pearl, uh, Pearl fires up at this and is like, hey, listen, I am just a Pearl, fuck you, and just, like, straight punches Peridot right in the goddamn face, her real face, not the robot face, um, she then goes for a finishing move, flying kick, uh, where Peridot catches her, and then just fucking... Hulk at the end of Avengers Loki's her just like whap 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 um and uh the gems all rush out to uh check on Pearl as Peridot starts gloating saying that she's the best that she uh everyone should praise her uh but the gems don't actually care they're checking on Pearl they're encouraging Pearl they're like that was so fucking cool um, Peridot's like, what do you, like, she's just a common Pearl, uh, and Steven's like, listen, if, even if Pearls are what you say they are, Pearl's obviously not common. She's great, she taught herself how to build stuff, she works all the time to, like, make herself better, she's wonderful. Um, and then they kind of, like, blow off Peridot, Peridot being like, hey, I won, I'm in charge, doesn't, th- those were the rules, and Garnet's like, mm, fuck off, <laughs> welcome to Earth. Uh, which should have been emphasized with another punch in reference to Will Smith, but, you know, whatever. We'll move on, I guess. Um, the, everyone's cleaning up from the Robolympics, uh, and Steven notices Peridot going to confront Pearl. Uh, Peridot compliments Pearl on, uh, how she has trained herself and how she knowledgeable she is. Uh, and she offers to coordinate uh, and wants to start getting on with the drill together. Um, Pearl shows her how to hold the drill properly, and then they kind of start talking about uh, using the different parts from the robots to help in this drill making. Um, Steven uh, is happy and relieved to see that the two gems are finally working together, uh, but as the Star Iris closes... um, he is attacked by the sock puppet monster, saying that they're doomed. Star wipe the end. 
Oh boy, this episode sure does bring up some some, uh, shit, huh? some interesting slash unfortunate implications mm-hmm. about like Pearl's existence in general. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I feel like that's going to be our big talk. We'll get let, let's speed through to other things. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, yeah, we'll get there. Steven is always down to put on a play. This little motherfucker loves to put on yes. a play. <laughs> He's a theater kid. Um, it's so cute. He's he's a theater kid, and Connie's the band kid. This is also this is very true. But yeah, it's so cute. Stephen is so cute. I love, I I I love how I feel like this demonstration was probably his idea. Like obviously, Peridot is the one who. Uh, put the powerpoints mm-hmm. together, but it was Steven's idea to put on a right, show. Right, to zhuzh it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a little moment uh, after, you know, they do the gag where, like, uh, Pearl is like, we should do X, and Peridot's like, no, 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 we should do X. Um, mm-hmm. Where, like, Amethyst kind of, like, smirks and looks over at Pearl because she knows that Pearl's miffed, and then Pearl is so mad that Amethyst is like, oh, shit, we're real mad. <laughs> <laughs> and like looks away, like oh no. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we'll get to the we'll get we'll get to the main chunk here. Let me go over my last few notes. Uh, where did they get these cars that they throw at the end of the contest? Who just lost two cars? Yeah. Amethyst probably stole them. Yes, I'm saying which townies lost their cars. <laughs> truck probably yellowtail yellowtail's car got yeeted into the distance yeah um probably the fryman's cars also yep. yeah that 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 feels right also steven really is just wow cool robot about the whole thing isn't well, he well that's what i actually uh, um uh the at the end of uh, when when the the robots are fighting and Steven's like no robots shouldn't fight and then Amethyst is like fight 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 I wrote down the two types of Ava fans. <laughs> <laughs> I I love how Amethyst is always down to watch somebody fight. She 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 loves especially she loves Pearl. A she loves she loves a fight. <sighs> she loves to be in fights. I'm glad that she's still wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I love how at the end when Peridot's like, I am the winner! Praise me! I wrote down, this feels exactly like Roman Reigns' current booking. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it's very much like this. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll kick this off with my note that says, hell yeah, gym classism. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, is it really classism when, I mean, I guess it is. I don't know if classism is really strong enough for the fact that, you know, it is explicitly stated that some gems own other gems. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess it's, it, it like, feels it's, more like a... Like once you kind of get, we get more sites of Homeworld. It feels more like a cast system, I guess, uh, because there are different. Like there are certainly different like levels of gym. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it gets very complicated. Like, probably, like, theoretically, uh, on the level of importance or what have you, like, Pearl and a Ruby, like, are at the same level, while, like, Sapphire is a little higher, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah. I mean, the way that, the way that Peridot talks about it, you know, just, like... I think she explicitly used the word belong yes, to. She does. So it's like you know, it and she can't conceptualize of Pearl as being a person and not an accessory, really. Yeah. It's definitely some like it's some some vibes for fucking sure. Yeah. I, I'm glad it's our first, like, we've seen bits and pieces of Homeworld, but, like, it's always like, yeah, Homeworld fucking sucks. There's nothing cool yeah. about this place. And yeah. also sort of, like, because we, we still haven't gotten Pearl's real backstory yet, right? Um, I mean, we know that Pearl, you know worked with Rose mm-hmm. with the with the rebellion and everything but beyond that Oh no that, we're going like, to see it in the an- really what I'm the scene I'm thinking of is in the answer which is coming up at the end of this season Yeah okay. sorry I'm my my chronology sometimes gets a little fucked up in here <laughs> Yeah um yeah we don't we don't know anything about Pearl other than like the the gem war stuff yeah. Be, before that we don't really know anything yeah because I think yeah in message received we're gonna see another pearl oh yeah, fun for a brief snippet um it's through a communicator I don't feel like that's too much of a spoiler I guess so mm-hmm. um uh it is very so yeah Jim homeworld bad Pearl, some kind of servant in some sort of way. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I would I would hazard to say even less than servant because of the implication that she's an accessory. Yeah. Like, she, you know, the way Peridot was talking about her, you know, made her sound like a fancy iPhone. Yeah, I guess so, because, like, we see Pearl's kind of, like, doing sort of secretarial shit when we see the other pearls in their their element later on Mm -hmm. uh though there is in steven universe future we see a place where like pearls are sort of like made so that is the iphone comparison is actually not too far off because it's very iStore vibe yeah um Man, there's a great transformation in that. You're going to love that shit. Uh, <laughs> remember that for, oh like, two years from now. Um, but, yeah, like, the paradox sort of showing us, like, is letting us know, like, Pearl is also, like, not unique, air quotes, you know? Because uh, we haven't mm-hmm. seen any other copies of gems yet right 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 okay so you know there there in theory were like 
tons of different rubies and tons of different everybody. Uh, so it'll be real interesting to like see how that comes up again too. I like the implications that Pearl belonged to somebody quote unquote important. <laughs> um, say knowing what we know of the future. Yes. Uh, more, more hint, like more pretty obvious in retrospect hints that Rose was pink diamond all along. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're a bunch. Well, I at this point. Nobody know like at this point we don't know that Pink Diamond is gone, right? I don't think anyone's mentioned Pink Diamond being shattered. No, the mm-hmm. only the only the only diamond we've ever really heard of is Yellow Diamond. Right. So by yeah. name. So at this point, there's no reason for the fans to be like, "Oh, Rose was pretending to be somebody the fuck else." So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah. That's yet another reason why Rose and Pearl's relationship is kind of gross. It is kind of gross. Because that's that's so gross. Like Rose Rose may not have even ever fully conceived of Pearl as a person. Uh, I don't think that's true. We will see that that is I, I feel like that's demonstrably not true. Yeah. Okay. We we are it's going still to very yeah, gross though. It's definitely gross and and not not good. Uh, though it's also not meant to be depicted as good. You know, at least not for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to get one of the. I think the second art book has more notes in it uh, because it's, see, I've I've been seeing some quotes from it, but like uh Rebecca Sugar kind of talks about motive like Rose and her, her motivations and where she's at and her growth and everything and uh it's it, it it's pretty interesting uh the, the like Rebecca Sugar's notes on like what Rose's motivations are in different situations mm-hmm. so uh particularly like the kind of like later into like you know they're toward the basically after she meets Greg and the level of self reflection that he for like he kind of like puts her into, uh, really sort of expands her like conceptualization and characterization. Uh, we just don't see that because this is not a show about Rose Quartz. This is a show about the memory yeah. of Rose Quartz and what that does to people. Um, but yeah, uh. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. It's definitely a lot. It's not good. <laughs> I, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. good. And like Peridot just being like, basically stand there and look pretty. That's all you're good for. That's a lot. It's also a lot. Yeah. Some fucking bullshit. I love. I like how like at the end they're like, yeah, you one who gives a fuck. <laughs> Like, yeah. you're not actually better. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I like how I, I like that resolution. I think that's a stronger resolution than like and, you know, Pearl self-actualizes well early than that. She doesn't need to win the fight to be self-actualized here. And I think yeah. that's an important lesson. Like you don't I think the, the, the real lesson that it's trying to like show kids is like you don't 
actually need to fucking prove anything to anybody. Um, sometimes you want to, and that's okay, uh, but you don't have to, and even if you can't meet their particular requirements, it doesn't fucking mean anything. You're still you, yeah. and you're still, like, valid and everything like that. Yeah, your accomplishments are still yours. Despite what other people will say. Yeah. I think that I think that's a better lesson than having Pearl win at the end. I agree. I do like I, I do like the turnaround where they're not just grabs and then whaps her around like my Chihuahua used to. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really good. <laughs> I wonder if that was actually a reference. Was uh, was the Avengers out by that point? Had to have been. It was 2015. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, time is fake. Yeah. Who the fuck knows Avengers when anything is, like, Avengers came out in like 2010, right? Uh, I don't think it was that long ago, was it? Twenty twelve. Okay. That's close. That that movie is old enough to be in like what third grade? I think so. Yeah. Wait, third grade? I don't no. know. No. <laughs> Daniel's getting into junior high, and he's thirteen. Time's fucking fake. Probably like fifth grade. I don't feel like fifth grade. Well, okay. How old is a fifth (laughs) grader? (laughs) Ten years old. So, okay. So, seventh grade. Yeah, so fourth or... It's in seventh grade. It's nine years old. Yeah, yeah, 2012 isn't the same as 12 years old, August. Jeez. You know what? Time is fake. Math is fake. School is mm-hmm. fake. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, that that's definitely got to be uh, cribbing that scene, especially because like, you know, uh, Peridot's mech is, you know, all boxy mm-hmm. and green. Um, oh, apparently Peridot, or no, Pearl's kick at the end, like her big finishing move, is apparently like a reference, mm-hmm. or is like a, like the finishing move that the, the robot uses in Gunbuster. Hmm. I haven't seen Gunbuster in fucking forever. Me either. Um, also, apparently could theoretically be a reference to the writer kick from Common Rider. But also, everyone, every Toku show does that same kick, so. I mean, it's yeah. because Common Rider did it, so. <laughs> the Ur Toku show. <laughs> yeah, that... God, I'm still just hung up on the the concept of pearls as property. Yeah, it's as the 
varying degrees of fancy iPhones. Pearl, the Pearl that we know is like one of those rose gold iPhone Xs. Well, we're we'll even see when we get to home homeworld is wild when we get I I don't feel like it's a spoiler to be like, hey, we go to space in this show about aliens. Um Yeah. But eventually we go to Homeworld and Homeworld is wild about like what is and is not gyms. Uh, like buildings that are gyms are like decorations that are gyms. Well, I mean, we know that gyms can be decorations because Lapis mm-hmm. was a mirror for no, a no, while. no, 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 not like in stuff. <laughs> uh, like just stand there all day and be a statue. Yeah, ah. wilder than that. Oh, yeah. boy. Actually, we never see another, th- like, quote-unquote, gym-powered object after Lapis. Because even that one place that was, like, had the gym at the center that was, like, all centrifugal or whatever, that seemed to be, like, a projection from that gym, not, like, an actual building built around it. Right? Right? Because that whole building disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it just disappeared. No, it didn't disappear. It exploded. Maybe it was gym powered. I don't know. There's some stuff that gets like set up in season one that kind of doesn't ever come back because that's what happens when you build a longer show. (laughs) Yeah, that's legit. And then the fandom bends over backwards trying to make it make yeah. sense within later continuity. Right, and then two very online gays come in and are like, huh, this is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Ow. Uh, do we have anything else about uh, Back to the Barn? Just reiterating that Steven is very cute. He is super cute. Uh, he's great in this whole episode. I love his little robot animation, too. Yes. Um, also. I love um, how the robots move. Like, I love how Pearl's arms never move. Her arms just become the robot's arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would Pearl's... Uh, wrestler name be um like if she legit started wrestling with amethyst what would their tag team gimmick be because okay so we'll find out later that amethyst still wrestling is the purple puma uh and then steven still occasionally shows up as tiger millionaire oh fun Um, so i assume it would also be cat themed Okay. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Uh. I feel like if it was in the show, it would be like a reference to like that one cat character from Persona 5, though. (laughs) Fair. 
or um that guy like that one guy from that that butterfly show that's kind of sailor moony from france or whatever oh ladybug yeah that, that uh, marvelous miraculous yeah. ladybug That's a show I need to finish Is watching. Is it good? I never watched it. I mean, it's... It gave me mad Code Lyoko vibes. It's not, it's not the best thing ever or anything like that. And you can definitely tell that it was in development hell for years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a, a magical girl show that's not Sailor Moon, it's, it's pretty fun. Like, um the the two studios collaborating on it do a really good job with it it looks pretty slick um the characters are fun uh i i enjoy hmm. it like it's not super deep but it's yeah. fun might check it out at some point yeah i think it's still on netflix well, probably i mean it's it's very monster of the week, but I mean, it's it's a magical yeah. girl show. I'm sure it's, it's on Netflix somewhere, and I have a VPN, so yeah. Um, alrighty. Um, so next week we will, or next time we will be doing episodes seventy three, seventy four, and seventy five. Too far, the answer in Stephen's birthday. Uh, oh hell yeah, some horror is gonna come. It's Stephen's birthday. We're back to the fucking existential horror baby (laughs) um and then we actually only have one more episode in the season after that we only have two more episodes total left in the season uh so that's cool in the meantime i'm gonna try and get us uh, a guest for either next time or the time after that um also uh, please remember that uh, Standing Stones, we are sponsoring one of the main events of Paris's Bumping Solid Gold 2021. Um, it's going to be a six-person tag match. It's going to be really fucking good. Uh, so please go watch that. That may or may not have anything to do with me trying to get guests. <laughs> Ow. Okay. All right. Well... Uh, I guess check us out. You know our things at this point. Um, check us out on Twitter, on Twitch. Uh, check out our various shows. I almost said Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Hmm? I'm back on Tumblr again. Oh, it's no. bad. What's Tumblr like in the year of our Lord 2021? It's exactly what you think Tumblr would be like in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> I I don't know. I can't. I can't go oh, back to Tumblring. It's. It's it's a wasteland of porn bots and people who are too stubborn to leave Tumblr when the great porn purge happened. <laughs> Hopefully Discord won't go the way of way of the Tumblr when they eventually <sighs> get bought by somebody. Yeah. Um the Yeah, so yeah, just join us next time. It's going to be good. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't forget about it. Hold on a second. The Discord. We had people talking in there. The Discord. Oh, Mm -hmm. shoot. I forgot about it. And I'm the one who was like, hey, if we've got questions, ask them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brian, cut this part. Mod, right? Is Dreamer's Eve? Yeah, Mod. Yes. Okay. 
so Mod in the Discord asked, I remember because I wanted to chat this out, um, how do we feel about uh, Peridot's fish out of waterness? Like, they might have done a bit of research on Earth, but at this point, they've never been this far removed from home uh, from home world communication. I can only imagine the fear. Also, the gremlin baby has arrived in full form. <laughs> um, I do find that interesting that, like, Peridot's never experienced rain before. Now, when we see Homeworld, that would make sense, but she's never been off of Homeworld? Because, like, she's a certified kindergartner, which means that she set up... she Theoretically, she set up kindergartens on other planets. Well, I mean... Gems are probably not constrained to the types of planets that they can... Uh, they can exist mm -hmm. on the same way that we are. So it's entirely possible, like having a planet with enough water to rain on is probably not that common. Well, um, you're probably more likely to run into planets that have atmospheres that are not conducive to I rain. I mean, that's true, but uh, we do see, we only ever see one other gem colony uh, and it is on like a, a lush forest planet. So oh. I wonder if... Well, never mind then. I wonder if the planet being conducive to life is important for growing gems. That is possible. In that case, I got nothing unless, like, she's a certified kindergartner and she just got her certification two weeks ago and this is her first major That mission. is also incredibly true. Because she does make that, like, I read all the reports, like, thing, like, mm, she may she may not have been off of Homeworld ever before. <laughs> yeah, because um, it could. We'll discuss this maybe a little bit more in uh, this our season finale, and it could just keep this in your back pocket. And it could have been great when we talk about like why what planets might be chosen for colonies, because we get some more information about that in that episode. Okay, so, I guess make a mental note that we'll both forget. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, if you want to talk about uh, stuff in our Discord, join our Discord. We have a pretty sick Discord, frankly. Um, the link is down in the description of the episode. Uh, we have a great community. You should come chill and hang out with us. Um, so, yeah. All right. There we go. We, we remembered to do the thing this time. <laughs> We we're, did we're it. so good at podcasting. Um, who did th who did the thing last time? I think it was me. I think it's your turn. Yes, and thus I I encourage everyone to be like Cookie Cat and leave your family behind. Peace. Peace.